Hey guys, welcome back. Um, today is Saturday, December the 14th, and I'm sitting in our camper again. The guys have went off to go hunting, and all the dogs are laying down taking a nap. Um, all my dishes are done. Woohoo! Floors mopped, all that lovely stuff, even though it's completely a mud pit outside. I don't know why I bothered mopping, but when you live in a camper, you kind of have to keep the floor clean every day, or you'll just have disgusting, nasty floors that you can never walk on without shoes. So, I got some cleaning done, and was thinking about making a podcast, and I thought, well, I've had a lot going on this past week, and... I guess I'll review all that, um, hopefully not relive some of it, <laughs> but my son is 15, and he just started his driver ed, driver's ed class this past week, and it was going to be five days, um, eight to two, it was going to be an all day, you know, almost all day kind of thing, and then at the end of the week, we'll know, we'll know probably Monday whether he passed or not, and we're pretty sure, like, I'm 95% sure he passed, and, um, waiting on the instructor to call to have us, um, set up a time to have him drive with the instructor, and it was a little bit hairy during the week, it was a little, a little much for me, I'm not used to driving, um, what was it, two, let's see, an hour, hour in the morning, an hour at night, uh, in the evening, so 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back, go again, 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back, and it was exhausting, but I got through that, but on Tuesday, the second day of driver's ed, I came home, and our dog Kiko which is my baby. I love him so much. Um, he, his face was completely swollen. His jaw, I mean, his lips and everything was completely swollen. And of course, my anxiety just starts screaming. And I'm, I don't freak out, but I immediately call the vet and say, you know, what do I do? I know I could give him Benadryl, but what if this is going to go into his throat or his lungs or something. So they got me in pretty quick and another 30 minute drive to the vet and they gave him a shot and gave him some Benadryl and this and that and $70 later (laughs) we're home and resting and I'm stressing the entire day crying off and on because I'm like I'm so worried about my baby. <laughs> Nothing can happen to my baby. Um, all the other the other two dogs were fine. They didn't. It seemed like they didn't get into anything. I couldn't find anything that that Kiko had gotten into. There was nothing outside. He was only outside for like five minutes that morning, and I, I'm I don't know. I have no clue what it was that he got into or touched or licked or I I don't know um 
so that was done and he was getting better that night um, he slept all day because of the Benadryl and the next day his mouth everything was almost back to normal thank goodness uh, he was still tired and you know a little lethargic-ish but he was getting back to his normal self kind of so a little bit less worry with that and then lovely migraines started hitting again I had like four days with no migraines it was amazing I celebrated you know by getting you know I got a big giant bag of Skittles and I was just super happy four days with no migraines is awesome um, but then I got a text from family from the side of the family that I have the most difficulty with um, for many many reasons many many stories many many issues just um, not something that I can really go into <laughs> with one podcast but anyways I got a text saying that our family dinner was this January and everybody was looking forward to going but I've already kind of made my mind up I'm not going. The last time, the last year when we went, I felt completely, not alienated, but I just felt so uncomfortable. I'm, I have my sensory issues. I have to have my earbuds in or my earplugs. And I know it's difficult for some people because I do say, huh, a couple of times more. But it's... It's easier, it's easier on me and my health to do that, to wear earplugs or earbuds, than it is to sit there in less than 10 minutes, I'm completely zombified. And what's the point? I can't even sit there and eat and have a conversation with family. So, while we were there, it just felt like I was not even needed, kind of not wanted, um, so, so I just made my mind up this year, I'm just not going to go, I'm going to enjoy my time at home with my son and my husband and our dogs, and I will do something special on that day maybe maybe go to a movie or well I don't know about going to a movie it'll have to be the sensory friendly movie that we have around here but something just something different something fun um at least that'll probably keep my mind off of that you know what I'm what I'm not going to um, so that text was a little triggering and I didn't realize that it was going to have me go into a meltdown and that evening I was just, I felt so horrible. I, I crawled up in the bed and I just sat there and rocked for, I know, an hour and a half, two hours. And I had, my, I had my earbuds in, and I was listening to, I think I was listening to my piano music, which I could just drown in. 
and just be completely out of it, it helps me regulate, I guess. It helps me calm down so that I can just sit there and I can stem and I can just breathe and not have to think about anything, not have to look at, choose, decide, or nothing. Just sit there and stem and listen to my music and I play my little woody puzzle and it's hardly at all I have to think about the woody puzzle but it's something I can just pick up and do and have my brain cut off for a little bit (laughs) kind of but I just I felt so horrible I felt sick to my stomach I felt like my head was getting real tight like I was possibly gonna get a migraine but then I noticed that I was just starting to slowly shut down and I looked at my husband and I said I think I think that text and that whole situation is triggering me and I think I'm just going either into meltdown or shutdown or hell I don't know <laughs> but I mean I'm still new to this whole autism concepts and and language and so I mean if I'm saying it wrong I guess shutdown would be definitely it feels like a shutdown but it also feels like I'm, mel- I'm melting down you know like like there's nothing left but I guess that's a shutdown anyways so the very next day I was supposed to have therapy and that was on Wednesday I was supposed to have therapy and I canceled I just I called and I said I was just not going to be able to make it and I just I felt very empowered by that because I knew my therapist would be very happy that I chose to stay home to relax and to kind of like brain dump everything and just relax and do the things that I can that help me cope and help me (laughs) de-stress so I did that I I, you know I took a nap that day and I slept late well after I took my son to driver's ed I came back and took a short little nap and I did a little bit of cleaning and I walked the dogs a little bit but it was really slow day I just really took it slow well and then the next day I had to do like a hall monitor thing at the church at the place where they were doing the driver's ed with my son they had the instructor wanted a parent there at all times so we all you know we decided that 11 from 8 to 11 would have been would be good for one person and then the next parent can take over from 11 to 2 so I had 8 to 11 on Thursday morning so that wasn't too bad it wasn't too uncomfortable to have to sit in there but I sat they had a little couch on the side and I sat on that put my earbuds in and listened to my videos and read some articles and stuff um he asked me he interrupted me a couple of times to ask me questions about what I thought about certain scenarios in driving 
um, it wasn't too bad. And then I left there and went to a friend's house and we had coffee. We usually just call it tea, but we had coffee this time. And we really, I really enjoyed myself. The only issues I have with going to someone's house is if they have little kids or if they have multiple kids or they just have a lot going on in their house. <laughs> it, it can wear me down pretty easy. Um, I still enjoy myself. I still love being around um, the little baby and the little toddler and and they're teenagers and they're just they're a good family they're just good people and they understand that I have my issues and I have my limitations and the things I have to accommodate and they understand all that and thank goodness they are very accepting of it and sometimes when I'm there and things are just too chaotic you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and go outside for a few minutes to get something out of my car, you know, quote unquote, um, I'll go grab something out of my car and I'll just stay outside for a few minutes. And then usually I can go back in if it's not too, too bad. And then we can hang out a little bit more. Um, this time it was, I didn't have to go outside. Um, it was nice. It was not too loud. We had a really good conversations and I left there and went to pick my son up. Then what else did we do? I guess we just went home. Pretty sure I think we just went home. And let's see. Then Friday came around Took him to driver's ed, and then came home, did a few things around here, chores, called for some appointment changes, and, and different things, um, trying to figure out things that, because I have no insurance, everything is just a hundred times more harder to, to get appointments for certain physicians. Um, certain specialists when you have no insurance a lot of those specialists will not even see you they won't even allow an appointment to be made because if you don't have insurance then you're most likely not going to pay $700 for a visit I personally do not have $700 for one 15 minute doctor visit (laughs) But, I am trying to get into a program that would help with the cost of getting into some of those specialists and seeing them and trying to get treatments and trying to get things to where I can start feeling better, you know, working on my health. Uh, It's not easy dealing with all this red tape crap. It's beyond insane how hard it is to get better, to to improve your health. 
it's not as simple as taking your vitamins and exercising and eating right. Yes, those are good things. Yes, those are helpful, but, you know, for some of us, the disabilities and the chronic illnesses, they just, they don't get better without complete focus on them. Like, they don't get better without medications, or they don't get better without treatments. A lot of people will tell you that you don't need that medication, or that you don't need that treatment. It's just a money racket. I do believe it's a money racket, but I do 100% believe that people need certain treatments, and it's not... It's not an opinion base. It's a fact for them. You know, an autoimmune disease. You you have to have treatments for that. Or you're just going to slowly deteriorate. Or you're going to go into anaphylaxis. All kinds of different issues with it. Uh, Not to mention, there are numerous other issues. I mean, so many but it's just it's just so hard to actually get the help you need but i guess that's the point the the whole point of me trying to teach my son to advocate you have to advocate for yourself no one else is going to advocate for you like you can you know what you need Or at least you know the general things that you need. You know you need to see a specialist. Or you know you you need to have these accommodations. To have a healthier, happier life. And I try to teach my son that. Because I was not taught that when when I was growing up. My mom never... I don't think she ever really had the ability to say... No... I need this. I don't need what you think I need. I need what I know I need. Um, I had to advocate for her when she got sick. Um, she was terminal. And I had to advocate for so many things. And when I say advocate, sometimes I had to fight. It felt like... I educated myself so much. I researched so many things so that when my mom would go to the doctors or when she went to the hospital or when she went to the rehab centers, I could advocate for her. I could say, no, this isn't the treatment she needs. This is, this over here is. Or when it was later on in her illness, when we were starting to think more of just comfort instead of treatment. We were starting to switch over to comfort care instead of just treatment because there was no there was no point of treatment anymore. Um, I had to start telling the doctors, you know what? You're going to cut down on getting drawn her blood. She hates it. Her skin tears. It might be TMI for some of y'all, but there was... There was things that just didn't need to be done. And they're constantly pushed on people. And it's like, she's she's not going to be here that much longer. So why are you going to do all this, these tests? 
There's no point. Just make her comfortable. Make her last days comfortable and happy. That's it. Anyway, sorry. Going into the rant with my mom. Um, so, I teach my son, advocate for yourself. Open your mouth. Tell people what you need and what you want. If you don't like something, open your mouth and say it. There is nothing wrong with having a, having an opinion. It's forcing your opinion on others or it is blatantly ignoring other people's needs or wants as well. You don't you have to fight for yourself. If you don't, no one else will. And that is my my lesson for today, I guess, for for me and others. Advocate for yourself. Fight for what you need. Don't let people tell you that what you need and what you want isn't valid or if it's not it's not important. It is. Everything you want and need is important. Where you put that into context is you, is yours. So, I guess that's enough rambling for today. I will I will guess I'll see y'all later. Thank you. Bye.